Hey, once again, welcome back to the Court Interpreters. Gary Welch and I are discussing court cases that had major impact on U.S. law and changed our society. And uh, I don't know if is this a celebrity edition today, Gary, because we're going to be talking about another celebrity coming up here in just a moment. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But that's, you know, of course, celebrities, because they are celebrities, do have an impact on society because they get the attention. And, and like we just pointed out before, sometimes that's all that is needed. It's not so much the case law, but just because everybody is aware of it. So talk to me about uh, this this next celebrity, I guess Star Trek. The original Star Trek fans are going to uh, want to sit up and pay attention. Yes, and, and it's even more so than that because this is about Nichelle Nichols. And again, we're, we're taking you back into the 60s, the 1960s, and it's a time of change. We're changing our attitudes about sexual relations like we talked about last time, but we're also changing our attitudes about race. This is a, a, a controversial time. Martin Luther King is very much a part of the news and part of the changing of society that we have. And so all, within all of these changes comes a TV show called Star Trek. And the intention of the show from the very beginning was to have a very diverse cast of different nationalities, different races. And Nichelle Nichols was picked specifically to be the representative of the black community and to be on the show. And so they, and, and they put her into a position that was very responsible. You know, she had that she was the, the communications person on the show. So that gave her a very responsible position. And at that time, just the way the culture was, we did not look at blacks as feeling executive positions like that. And so she had not only just as a star, but she had an impact on our culture. And do you remember, I mean, what do you remember of her? Um, I, I just remember her being, you know, this, this glamorous star on Star Trek and um, didn't know much about it. I couldn't have told you her name. I only knew Lieutenant Uhura. You right. know, that's, that's the only thing I really knew about her. But, um, you know, apparently she had a, a very, uh, she had a very brilliant career was loved and adored by Star Trek fans for many years long after the series had gone the way of the dinosaurs. I mean, it, uh, I assume at uh, conventions and the like, uh, she, she would have been mobbed. But I, I'm curious to hear about, uh, about the, the not-so-bright side of, of what followed. Um, we hear this a lot like with, with uh, child stars, right? Where you know, right. the kid's a TV star or a, a pop star, and they make millions of dollars. And mom and dad, of course, in the interest of safeguarding that child's uh, financial well-being, end up stealing or pocketing a bunch of money that really isn't theirs. And uh, you, I guess I don't think of it so much in terms of, okay, but what about uh, those who weren't children when they were stars, when they reach an advanced age, there's a certain risk that uh, that comes to them as well. And this even goes further than that because with celebrities, especially actors, in that we see them in their characters. We don't necessarily see them as the real persons who they are. So we, we attribute them with all the attributes of their made-up character and not who they are. Most celebrities are, they live a very what shall we call this exuberant lifestyle um they're and then just like lee marvin that we were talking about before there there's usually a very much of a party live life to the fullest type of mentality 
most of them realize this. And so it's become very common in the celebrity world that your manager handles your finances because you know, the, the, the executives and the, and the studio people get to hold of them and they say, look, we can't have you going out declaring bankruptcy. That's not good for the show. That's not good for promotion. You need somebody to help manage your money because you can't do that. And Nichelle obviously was one of those who did so. So she hired herself a, a, a she had managers throughout her life that was helping her with their money and doing that. But we've heard this over, I'm sure you have about the manager that has, was not so scrupulous and, and has taken money from the, the unknowing celebrity. I mean, that's not an uncommon story, right? Right. Well, you know, anywhere there are going to be hangers on and, uh, and sometimes even those people given that responsibility are going to take advantage. And, and this goes to, I don't know, I guess this is a cultural opinion that I'm, I'm giving, but it, it just shows like how much money there is in this and that somebody could take, you know, you hear about, they took one, two, $3 million and the person didn't miss it. I mean, that is the, 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 like the most unbelievable thing to me is like, what he took $3 million and you didn't know about it until somebody pointed it out to you. I mean, that just shows you like just how much money is out there with this. I think I'd like to have that much money. I think I'd take a risk with it, with the, you know, the people who'd want to be helping themselves to it, to, yeah, it's, it's to you and me and to, to normal workaday people that is, uh, is, is unthinkable, but I guess, like you say, that's, that's part and parcel of, of, of celebrity. And I have to wonder, Gary, if there are celebrities whose egos get involved and, and maybe they're not as willing to ask for somebody to help them with their finances. Do you, do you think there there's have, some? Yes, there have been rumors flying around that that several uh, celebrities. Um, I know of a couple in the in the music world, more importantly, where that has had ha- there that has had has happened, and they just swept it under the rug and kept it quiet because they were embarrassed by it. Uh, but I think it happens more often than we even hear about. Interesting. But with Michelle Nichols, um, what, what her case and why it's important and why we want to bring it up, and this is an ongoing case. This has not been resolved. Um, it's in the middle of, of being uh, going through the courts. But the, the reason why I want to bring it up, because it goes into an issue that affects all of us, which is, is, is we've actually given it a name so that, that this thing is so prevalent that we've actually given it a name, and it's called elder abuse. So Nichelle is 87 years old now. She's, um, she's getting up there in age and she has had to, uh, because of that, um, you know, things just start deteriorating while you, when you're that old. And so she hired a, a caretaker by a man by the name of Gilbert Bell to help manage her estate and, and take care of things and take care of her. He was classified as a caretaker and a manager. So what this case is, is, is Nichelle's son, Kyle Johnson, is stating that Gilbert Bell is basically abusing her. He is manipulating her. He is abusing her. He's keeping her in the room, you know, not letting her out. Uh, uh, he's taking all the money. He's basically taking control over, over everything. And he's using it for his own good 
and not taking care of Nichelle. Of course, um, Gilbert Bell is saying, no, um, I'm taking only my fair share of what she told me I could have and that I've done my fiduciary duty. That's where, how he classifies it. I am doing my fiduciary duty. But, you know, this brings up this issue that I want to talk about, which is elder abuse, because this is not the first time we've seen that. I think the most famous one came out with Casey Kaysan uh, from Radio Fame and his scenario. He actually had either Alzheimer's or dementia. We don't know. Uh, but, you know, he was really losing his mental capacity. And, and it came out that, you know, this was a case of some of the kids absolutely just saying we're taking over and, and we're going to spend all his money. Wow. I mean, on the one hand, there's, there's this kind of cold heartedness. And on the other hand, there's human nature. And I, I'm not suggesting that therefore we should assume that this is what people are going to do. But I'm always just a little bit surprised that people indulge that, uh, that darker side of human nature the way they do. It's like people standing around the deathbed of a loved one arguing over who's going to get what, you know, as the person is laying there breathing their last breath. And this comes up a lot I mean, just because, again, of the celebrity lifestyle. I think their kids um, always having a strange relationship with them because the question has to be asked is why didn't Michelle not just make Kyle her caretaker? She didn't. And so there, you know, the questions come, what kind of relationship did they have? What's going on? But I just, you know, this thing of elder abuse is the thing in society we need to address. We need to look at this. And by golly, if there's anything we're going to do is we got to protect those of the, of our seniors and the, and that are older because they are vulnerable. Okay. Let's, let's come back to this, just the other side of the break. Again, you are listening to The Court Interpreters, where we discuss court cases that have had major impact on U.S. law and ultimately changed our society. We delve into these cases so you can learn the facts you may not have heard on the news and also explain why these cases were important. And it's important that you know that this program is sponsored by Integra Law. That's the law firm that has integrity built right into the name. If you would like to find out more about Integra Law, you can call 801-876-5297, or you can visit their website at integralaw.net. That's I-N-T-E-G-R-A-L-A-W dot net. We'll be back after this. Pack Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-299-1364. That's 800-299-1364. 800-299-1364. 
The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty HealthShare today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now and you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. 800-965-1290. 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. And just like that, we are back. This is The Court Interpreters. I'm Brian Hyde, along with Gary Welch. And we are talking today about the case of Nichelle Nichols, who you will remember as Lieutenant Uhura from the original Star Trek series. Gary, give us some background. Let's talk a little bit about her life, about the impact she had, and and where it went wrong in her later years. And that's this part of this, um, her iconic ability. As an, an actress, um, you know, she really didn't do a lot. Is She's not known for any other things. She was never very successful. And in reality, and I'll give you even a background story of this that Trekkies all know, uh, but most people will not. You know, she was not one of the main characters. The, the three main characters on Star Trek was, was William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, and uh, DeForest Kelly, the, the doctor and the first officer, the Vulcans, the Spock. And, and William Shatner as Captain Kirk. All the others were basically supporting actors and were supposed to have minor roles in the show. Now, so that's it. That's her career. That's really it. She never really got anything further. She never made a bigger career. Um, you know, William Shatner went on to do other shows and movies and things like that and had a lot of success in that, but she never got past that. But that iconic character, because it has such a big impact on our culture, on our world, and has shaped society so much, it was very, very, you know, a big thing in in our world. I'll give you a little background story in that she was doing it and she, she wasn't happy with her role. She thought she was a very minor character and she wasn't doing much. And she was actually going to quit. This is like in the first season. She was like, I'm out of here. 
this is not doing any good. And word got out that she was doing that. I don't know how, but actually uh, Dr. Martin Luther King found out. And he got a hold of her and he said, you can't quit. I don't care that it's not a great role for you. You cannot quit because you are helping our people so much. You are setting a role for that. You're changing society. You're making people think differently about what we can do. You need to stay on. And so she did. Interesting. Now that's something I never would have suspected, but, uh, Obviously, if it got the attention of Martin Luther King Jr., you know, there there was a lot more at play than just, uh, you know, she's our token, you know, black cast member. And they, and they did. And Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, and he was really the influential person on it, um, absolutely wanted that. He wanted to promote this diversification of of that these people that at that time may have been looked at as a secondary type of people or your, your, you know, your role is to clean up my house. You know, that's, that's your role in the, this world and putting them in positions of authority, put them in positions of, of confidence. And like one of the big things that this show did was this was the first interracial kiss on 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 television or actually in the movies or anything it was that first interracial kiss and it made big waves i mean when that happened it was huge and because of that dialogue you know like why are you upset about this what's wrong with this you know it's a man it's a woman uh in the in the show premise they were forced to do it it wasn't that they were doing it but that discussion that came out of that of, you know, to the point where we had to look at it and go, well, what is wrong with it? So what? You know, they're kissing. It's no big deal. But it, it forced us to address the racism that was going on at that time. So talk to me about uh, about uh, her, her condition through the years. You mentioned she did not uh, really go on to um, a lot of acclaim, at least in show business, Beyond that, but she made a very good mark in her time. I assume that uh, residuals from the original Star Trek uh, series. She probably didn't have to worry about money, you know, for the for the rest of her life. Tell me about her situation and and what happened to her um, in in later years to where uh, this this became an issue of elder abuse. So here is the, I guess I don't know if it would be uh, considered a tragic thing or a good thing. It depends upon your vanity, I guess. But what happened was Nichelle Nichols got stuck in the 1960s. We see her as the young, vibrant Lieutenant O'Hara, not the Nichelle Nichols that now is growing older and moving up in age. And yeah, she did very well. Um, the, the actual residuals from the show itself was nothing. I don't even know if she was hardly getting anything out of that, if, if at all. But the conventions were were incredibly successful. You know, Trekkie conventions. Um, because of that, they were able to negotiate really good deals in the movies. And so, because of that, yes, yeah, she was. She's very well off. She's. I wouldn't call her like a mega mega star type of millions, but yeah, she has a very good fund. Comfortable. But the thing, yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, it is she got old. And we didn't see it because it's the, it's, we're only seeing the 1960s Lieutenant O'Hara. And in, in 2013, um, 
she was was diagnosed with dementia. Two late, two years later, she had a stroke, and that's because she's eighty seven years old, and those things happen. And that's what put her into the situation then that she needed a caretaker to to take care of her. And this is where this all comes about. Now that you're in this vulnerable position, you have dementia, your memory's not really great. I have my my own mother has been diagnosed with dementia. I know what it looks like. I know the 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 situation. But, you know, she has these mental capacities. She's had a stroke, so both mental and physical issues, and she needs a caretaker. And if that person is someone that wants to abuse and take advantage of her, they are in a position to do so. So I'm curious if if this has sparked any safeguards or other, um, if, if cases like this have prompted laws, whether in California or elsewhere, that, uh, that would seek to, um, you know, either prevent this from happening or barring the prevention of it, at least make sure that people who engage in, in that kind of abuse are, are held accountable. There are laws, but at the same time, um, it's, it, it does place restrictions. And this is, we talk about this in other ways and on other shows and, and, and you and I work in an environment where we're talking with attorneys, Integra law, for example, is, is a sponsor on this show. There are consequences with who you select in your powers of attorneys and with your wills and your trusts and how you establish those. You have to be very careful about who do you put on those documents because those documents give them power. And yes, there are, there are ways of fighting it. And that's what we're seeing. Her son says, yes, he had the power of attorney. Yes, he was contracted to take care of all these things. He has the legal right to do that, but he's abusing it and we want to fight it. Well, the courts say, yes, you can. You can do that. You can, that, that, that document does not become totally 100% binding because we've seen this before. But he's in a really bad situation because now he's got to go and fight it in court and take it through that whole process. Now, I know we're not giving legal advice on this program. We leave that for, you know, attorneys like uh, Garrett Smith and, and Haley Dickey. But it, it seems like this would, this would point out how carefully a person has to choose before they place that kind of trust in another individual. Yeah, and, and I'm not calling this legal advice. I'm calling it common sense advice. Just always, you know, when it comes to things like that where you're saying, I'm going to give you responsibility over my life, Make sure that is it is a person that you trust. The other side of this too, and I want to point this out, so because there is a different side of this story, and then I brought it up before. The question is, why didn't she give it to her son Kyle? Now he's coming in there and saying, "Okay, I should be the caretaker now." And the question arises, why didn't she appoint you? And the issue becomes, okay, is this just I got cut out of my mom's money? You know, maybe we didn't have a good relationship. We don't know all this, the background on that, but is this just another thing of, hey, kids coming in there and saying, hey, that mom and dad's on their way out. Let's take advantage of their money, you know, or let's, let's take advantage to get their money. Um, Kyle's actually started to go fund me so that he can um, have, have the, the money to go after this in court. So that tells me he wasn't getting much. So we've, we're down to about 30 seconds or so, but uh, what's, what's the big takeaway? If they remember nothing else, what would you like our listeners to take away from this conversation? 
use this case as a way to be aware of elder abuse. Unfortunately, it is a part of our society. Um, we need to take a look at this. And just like these cases do, it's not so much the case themselves. I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the outcome of this case in particular, but it, the idea that it draws, using her celebrity to draw attention to something that we need to pay attention to. Okay. This is The Court Interpreters with Gary Welch and yours truly, Brian Hyde. Our show is sponsored by Integra Law, the law firm that has integrity built into the name. And if you'd like to find out more about Integra Law, call them at 801-876-5297 or simply visit their website at integralaw.net.